The Big D20 is a real play D&D podcast for adults. Content warnings for this episode include foul language, sexual innuendos, and drug use. Also of note for this episode is that B, who plays Sir Bronze Band, will be using a voice changer from now on. While keeping that in mind, please enjoy the show. Okay! <laughs> you look like you're crying, oh my god. My eyes are watering, my eyes have been watering all day, okay? I got hydrogen peroxide in them this morning. What? How do you just do that? Protein, um, don't do that. Yeah, I was I was using the stupid syringe to put it in my horse's foot because he has an infection. And while I was oh. looking at it, it was like stuck on his hoof and I didn't realize. So I just like squeezed it harder and it just sprayed back into my eyeball. So I rinsed them out as best I could at the barn and they've just been watering the rest of the day. Gross. Your fucking pill. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Big D20. This is episode two, and I am your DM, Esther Garnet. Hello, my name is Grace Cavanaugh, and I play Enid Silverstone. Well, uh, my name is Trevor, and I play Randy Fistsword. Hi, I'm B, and I am Sir Bronze Band. All right. So. I'm so scared. Alright, let me pull up my notes. Let me pull up my damn notes. I think we should just improv the entire thing. That's, I think you should shut the fuck up. That's how <laughs> I do D&D. So, when we last left you, you had defeated three goblins in the square that were just wreaking havoc on farm stands. There was a man that had fallen over, or he had gotten bludgeoned, and Sir Bronzeman went over to him and inadvertently accidentally saved his life. So, that man then begged you to go to the queen and tell her what had happened in the square today. Because, so I said in the episode multiple times and in the episode description that goblins hadn't been seen in the kingdom for over 50 years. I actually wrote that as goblins hadn't been seen in the kingdom for over 100 years. So I don't know how I fucked that up, but I did. Well, now it's 50. Yeah, so, canonically 50. So now... I presume that you guys are going in to meet the queen. You also met a shady fellow at the end of the bar for the sake of making you guys fucking talk to each other. Um, he and instructed I, you to go tell the queen. And I gave this sword a ton of ale with a tiny bit of watermelon juice. Was that, wait, so tell me, was that Fist Sword's first encounter with alcohol? Because he was not interested in alcohol. You yeah, thought the watermelon much. juice had alcohol in it? Yeah. yeah. This, this man has done nothing but walk. For five years, going around the earth. He's Fair. walked and slept and ate. He has had no time for alcohol. So, you guys walk into the castle. Uh, it's a normal trip. I'm not letting you derail this at all. Fuck you. You walk up to the door, and in front of the door is a page that it does the announcing, which probably is just an announcer, but I'm going to say they're a page. And they have a name tag on that says, Gregory. What's up, Gregory? We're here to see the queen. <laughs> halt! Who goes there? <laughs> um, please don't make this a recurring character. I don't want to hear this voice ever again. Please. There. The page um, becomes the healer that travels with us. I I will change class before that happens. I will I will kill myself and roll a new character before that happens. <laughs> There's castle battlements. I'll throw myself off of them. This is in character. By the way, I want I want all of us to just die laughing as soon as this page speaks. 
I'm Randy Fistor. It's on the floor crying. Currently. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. That's a bit rude. I think that's, he that's a bit rude. laughing <laughs> and pointing. I think Fistsword should roll to make sure he doesn't roll down the stairs of the castle. I said Holt, who goes there? Who's going to answer? I, I said, sup, Gregory? We're here to see the queen. Yeah, and he's clearly a very stupid character, so restate your business. I'm Randy Fistsword of Bavaria. Why do you seek audience with the queen? We found some goblins, and we thought she might like to know. More like some goblins attacked. Attacked? Attacked where? Where to? Go! Um, <gasps> no! The goblins attacked the commons across the street from my tavern. What would he do if I started speaking goblin to him? Because I can speak goblin. <laughs> probably shit himself and die. And you'd probably right, get well, banished. Well, I do that then. I, I speak random gibberish <laughs> at, at him in goblin. I just, like, I don't know, fuck bees, uh, porcelain, uh, carrier letter, uh, uh, bird. And... I just want to say that to him in Goblin and hope it scares the shit out of him. Do you want to make up some Goblin to spew? What, like, Gorkle, Borkle, Oogle Boogle, Grunt, Grunt, Nuz, uh... Grunt, Grunt. <laughs> yes. M- Misa exactly. smash thing with club. There we go. Oh my god! Yes! Wait! <laughs> <laughs> All right, if if this kid hyperventilates and faints, I'm just going to kick open the doors myself and announce my own arrival. No, he rushes in to the door, closes it behind him, and you hear him say, Now announcing the arrival of Randy Fistord from Bavaria and company. Gregory, my guy, where was this voice before? And then he opens the door and gestures you in and is like, You can come in now. Is this some kind of, like nasal cavity birth defect that only like only he snorts only when he speaks in a speaking voice or what's going on with this guy you don't you don't get an explanation well i would like to ask him directly you're not gonna get an explanation from me uh that's what i was doing i feel like i feel like i would be like so what's up with your uh with your nose dude what do you mean what's up with my nose all right this is too complicated I I don't want to think about it. Um, bye. You're permitted entry. You two go have fun talking with the king and queen. I'm going to go find some, like, servants or whatever and see if they have any information about the goblin attack. Best of luck. You take your headphones off now. You walk into the room and you see the most glorious throne room you could ever think of at least at first glance there's a red fluffy carpet in front of you and stone walls that go up beautiful stained glass windows and you see a beautiful golden throne that has red carpeting as the seat and a beautiful i take a whiff what do i smell roll perception (laughs) uh four hemlock hemlock like like the tree yeah or like the poison i guess more like the tree okay good to know Nice woody scent. Uh, really invigorating. Makes me think I'm in the forest. Well, ask stupid questions, get stupid answers. <laughs> I don't know. I was oh. expecting something a little bit more, a little bit more depth after the the perception roll. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're walking. Ron, do you want to roll? Do you want to roll perception at all? Sure. Fourteen. I didn't really say what I was if I was sniffing or. 
what I was doing, but okay, I'm just gonna say that you're looking around. Um, you take a closer look at everything, and you can see that the rock is starting to crack a little bit. Uh, the carpet is torn at its edges, and the stained glass has cracks in it. It's starting to decay, but not enough that anyone who's not looking for it can't see can see it. Like clean and maintained, so like it looks like they're putting up a front. Is that the vibe? Yep. Yes, you walk over to your queen. You have to bow. Are you bowing? Um, yes. As as a nobleman, I can get away with a a smaller bow, and I do and I do that. Of course, you do. I do a real bow. Thank you. The knight would anyway, but anyways, okay. I think in front of royalty, knights are supposed to stay on one knee until until called to rise. Yes. Isn't that a real bow? Yes. Oh, that's that's what I assumed okay. you were doing. I, I'm just giving <laughs> okay. a little doot doot. No. Okay. Ah, a knight of Warwick. Oh. You may both rise. I stand on my tippy toes because I was standing on my regular feet before and she asked me to rise. I just stand up like a normal person. What may I assist you with? There were goblins in the village attacking villagers. She clutches her chest and gasps, and she stumbles backwards a bit because she will stand in. Um, Is she acting like a startled Victorian woman, just like fanning her face as she's like collapsed on a piece of furniture? Oh my goodness, it's going to take me three hours to get over this news. Yes. Excellent. Uh, Except she stumbles to the side. She was standing next to her throne with her hand on it. And now she has stumbled to the side and is sitting on her throne. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness me. That cannot. That will not do. Please tell me these goblins have been disposed of. All but one. Where did that one go? We were assuming he ran out of the castle. But you don't know for sure. So this thing could be running amok in the village? Yeah, rather than chase it down like responsible citizens, we continue to go back inside the tavern and drink. She's like, oh, yes. oh goodness, that won't do. You guys need to figure out what happened. Somebody must have brought those goblins here. There is no way that those goblins made it here on their own. Goblins are such imbecile creatures. They they have to have a leader. So they they somebody brought them into this castle. I need you to find who brought them into the castle. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, and I'm, I'm convinced that, uh, I'm prime suspect number one. If someone finds out that I speak goblin, which I just did to the page without thinking. I'm going to slowly turn to surface sword and give him a side eye. I'm going to, I'm, I'm all on board with trying to find whoever it is. Let the goblins in because otherwise I think, I think my ass is on the line. So, uh, I'm like, I'm like ready to go. I'm just like, yep, time to find this guy. Let's go. Off to, off to. I turn back to her and say, yes, we will help you find who brought them here. Do you want to ask her if she has any ideas as to who that might be? I mean, I figure I find, I find the goblin that we lost and I torture the information out of him. Why do I plan anything? I can do that. That's that's my idea. Is I'll tell the queen that I'll be like, "Hey, queenie, uh, I'm gonna go find that goblin. I'm gonna torture, uh, torture the crap out of him, and let him, and uh, he'll tell me who let him in." As you guys are walking out, you hear the queen behind you go, "Oh wait, I might have an idea as to who it might be." 
Any leads would be so helpful. Please enlighten us. I presume that this person might be using magic, since that's the best way to get goblins to do anything. Magic just has no place in this kingdom, so... You just see my eyes flicking from side to side the whole time that she's saying that. Like, da-da-da. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Magic is a dangerous, dangerous subject, and it gets people killed. Yep. Totally. So. Not magical at all. Nobody's magical here. There was a villager that came in last night, and he was very distressed. His name was uh, Rick Baker, I believe. He came in and he was looking for help. He wanted, he wanted me to find somebody who had vandalized his farm stands. Well, not me personally, but he wanted me to dispatch knights to go help find who had vandalized his farm stand. And you think it was goblins who did it. Good plan. Let's go check out this guy's style. And I, like, go to leave. Uh, the, well, um, sir, whatever your name was, he... I had a son with him, uh, and he works in the stables. I thought it'd be a waste of the kingdom's use of guards, since the they didn't really have any evidence of all at all as to who had done it. So I told him no, and his son was very, very angered by this. I wonder if any of them had summoned the goblins to get back at me. So I recommend that you speak to those two first. Once you have finished a thorough investigation, you will have to bring all of your suspects and your evidence to the town square, where will be held a fair trial. And once the offender has been convicted, they must be brought before the king and queen to be executed by law. I'm sure you can find Mr. Baker at his farm stand, and I'm sure that on your way you can stop and see Dane Baker in the stables. I think it was the horses, so I'm going to go to the stables anyway. I gotta, gotta torture some horses, get some information out of them. Oh, goodness, oh, goodness, who have I hired? Oh, no. Oh, speaking of hiring, yes, the prize for you finding the person who has done this would be very handsome, indeed. Sounds like a mirror to me. Now, please, for the love of all that is holy, leave my sight right now. Thank you for your duty to the castle. Thank you, Your Highness. All right, well, <laughs> Randy Fistsword moonwalks out of the castle, and, uh... The the last you see of him is him going off to the stables. Okay. Uh, you guys, well, you guys walk <laughs> outside. <laughs> you guys walk outside the throne room and you see a, you see the page, Sir Gregory, that is just sitting against the wall, quaking and crying. And, um, you meet up with Enid, which... um this point you would have met i feel like i want to bully the the page before i walk by (laughs) is there some way i can like get out from under him so he just smacks his butt on the ground he's sitting on the ground fuck face okay then i'm gonna smack him upside the head as i walk by oh So, Enid, mm-hmm. yes. you're left standing outside the doors to the throne room with a mm-hmm. blubbering, sad page standing there. Uh, Where would you I tur- go in the castle? Uh, first, I turn to Craiger and just get- Oh, yeah, I know. He's an asshole. Don't think that was real, though. 
Thank you, thank you for the comforting words. No problem, Craig Ray. Uh, do you know where Martha, the servant, would be? The one that used to be a nursemaid? Yes. She got upgraded to kitchen staff, so she'd be downstairs. All right, thank you so much. No problem, Bob. And then I head off to the kitchen. So you walk into the kitchen, and it's bustling around with staff. They're busy prepping food, prepping, uh, well, yeah, prepping food for <laughs> breakfast for the queen and the king. Uh, you see across the hall one woman who is taller than the rest, and she is standing there giving very firm orders to the rest of the staff, saying, you know, Go take this plate over there. Go take that over there. Nope, stir that more. Nope, that needs to be chopped more. And you recognize this woman as Martha, your old nursemaid. I walk up to her. Uh, she looks at you, and for a second, she's very confused and looks very angered, and she's about to complain that there's somebody in the kitchen that doesn't belong there. But instead, she pauses before she says anything, and a very maternal-looking smile spreads over her face. You can see her eyes glistening with tears. And she reaches out and she goes, Enid, my dearest Enid. Oh, you've returned. Oh, you've come home finally. And she I just her hug arm. her. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say she embraces you. Mm-hmm. I'm just here for a visit for today. Oh, no. I miss you so much. I miss you too. How is it, life on the outside? Not too bad. I have my own tavern. A tavern? My goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow, my dear girl has made quite the place for herself. Hopefully you don't have too many unsavory characters around. Uh, Sometimes. Did you hear about the goblin attack yesterday? I did. It's terrible, terrible news. Yeah, that happened right outside of my tavern. Oh no. Is your tavern okay? Yeah, there's no glass windows to break or whatever. I got kind of hurt from one of the goblins, but I'm good now. Oh, my poor child. Smart for not having glass windows in a tavern, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'd be replacing them all the time. Have you been to tell your mother about it yet? No. Do you plan on telling your mother about it? No. She really should know. Yeah, but she was also one of the ones who threw me out. I guess that makes sense. And I don't know how they would react to me being back in the castle. Yeah, I just came with... There is, I think, a noon night, Sir Bronze Band. Oh, yes. Funky little chap, that is. He was at my tavern last night during the goblin attack. And oh, along, oh, oh. Along with, you'll never believe, remember Fist Sword I was supposed to marry that we all thought died? Uh, yes? So he's alive. Oh, my goodness. I'm very glad I didn't have to marry him. But he was also at... Uh, the tavern last night, and he's very annoying, so Sir Bronzeband didn't want to come and inform the king and queen alone with just him. So I came, because he's also trying to figure out where I went. Ooh, that's a messy situation. Yeah. Does he know that you're, um... No. Oh. Or that you're... No. Oh. No one on the outside knows anything. That makes sense. Not many Mm -hmm. people in here know either, except, of course, me Mm -hmm. and now your parents. 
That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They brandished some story that you had ran off and joined a band of elves in the woods or were killed. You know, mm-hmm. rumors grew. Yeah. We all know how much the servants love to talk. Yes, that is that is very true. Mm-hmm. So about these goblins, mm-hmm. do you know where they came from? Uh, no, they just kind of like appeared outside of my tavern and were like attacking people. I think they like, I know they went into a building. I can't remember if they like burned it down or anything, but. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. There That's was, unfair. there was one man that got hit in the head with a club, but Sir <gasps> Bronze Band uh, saved him somehow. I don't really know how. Oh, my goodness. How lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bonafide knight, for sure. Definitely. Well, that's good to know that there's a good there's a good man on the job. That, and I don't think you know anything about this, but I had an old man come into my tavern, and he just kind of disappeared. We did talk for a little bit, and he said that if I ever wanted to find a certain princess that I'd need to bring him the merit of betrayal. Oh, that's sounds like blackmail. Yeah. And when I went to ask him more, I like looked up from the floor where I was looking and he was just gone. Oh, that's like very strange. He li- like he literally vanished. <sighs> that seems like magic. Yeah. Be careful, Enid. I will. Magic is very dangerous and very scary. Trust me, I know. Please, promise me you'll be careful. I will. If you ever get a night off, feel free to come to my tavern. And I go by the name Enid Silverstone out there. Okay, I will do just that. Good. I should probably go find the two people I came with. Okay, my dear. Please be safe and have a good day. I will. You too. It's so lovely to see you. It's, I can't, I miss you so much. I miss you too, child. And you see one single tear go down her cheek. I hug her one more time before I turn and leave the kitchen. She wipes her tears and goes back to making firm orders to the kitchen staff. <laughs> and you head back upstairs and you meet up with the other two outside of the throne room doors. Outside the throne room doors, um, I believe you smacked. Gregory? Yeah, 100%. I definitely remember that. I don't know. He was crying and being a bitch, so I smacked him upside the head. Okay, then when y'all come back, he's just not there anymore, and you guys meet up outside. So the people who are in the throne room are going to have to tell Enid what went on in the throne room. Do any of you remember what went on in the throne room? Um, Something something uh go find the goblin something something find the the merchant who had a stand that was wrecked better than i thought nobody told you to find the goblin you decided that the only way to figure out who brought the goblin was to hunt that goblin down and torture it the queen specifically told you to go to the stables and speak to the merchant's son okay well uh personal personal choice going after the goblin I think that's the better choice. I think we should go speak to the merchant's son first because he is in the kingdom and then we can head out to find the goblin. Well, I thought the goblin was in the city still. I figured it out. 
Just to be clear, you guys don't know. You just saw him run off towards the gates, but you don't know if he left or not. I'd assume he would. Is anyone any good at tracking? I think we need to be hot on this goblin's trail. Like, every second that we're not tracking him is a second that he either uh, hurts someone in the kingdom or gets further away. Oh, we probably long rested after the first, after the goblin fight before going to the castle, right? Yep. Because I'm still currently on two hit points, so I need to have that back. Okay, so what does your party want to do first? Well, I mean... I know what you want to do, shut up. No, no, I was gonna say, everyone else wants to go to see the uh, merchant's son, so let's do that. Uh, The queen, I don't know if the queen told you what their names were, but she was supposed to. The father with the farm stand was named sorry my dad texted me he's worried about me he wants me to come home because there's going to be a big storm so he was like if you're near home come here right now (laughs) so the father's name is rick rick baker and his son's name is jane baker as marked by the r's and the s's on the map that you drew Mm -hmm. and s is at the table s is i mean did you say his name is shane Dane. Dane. With a D. I thought you said Shane too. And I was like, I thought for sure I remembered almost saying Shane. And like I thought for sure I changed that so it wasn't just the Walking Dead characters. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. You made it very similar to Shane. Rick is the one that owns the farm stand that got uh strange for a f- farmer to be named Baker. Okay. Fuck yourself. His father was a baker. Okay? He didn't say want to inherit their parents' business. Okay, well, this one didn't. Apparently. He had an older brother that took the family business. Yeah. Suck my ass. Anyways. Exactly. So shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. So you guys head to the stables. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Begrudgingly right. agreed. And I'm back. It asked me for my Wi-Fi password again. It just gave up and then asked me for the password. That's dumb. What do you last okay. remember? You blacked out for a minute. <laughs> What's your last memory so we can fill you in? Bronzeman just passed out. <laughs> it's just, it's heat exhaustion from all the armor. That's what it Makes is. Makes sense. It's the first time he's ever actually met the royal family. He's fangirling. <laughs> he held it together during the meeting, but then left. And that's why he didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's canon now. Fuck you. There. So what happened? What do you? What do you? Last did you pass out? Oh wait, hold on. What happened? You blacked uh, out. Sir Broadband, you blacked out, and uh, what? What do you last remember? Um, I remember you slapping Gregory. Was that it? We we had a whole full discussion about where we were going and what we were doing. Jesus Christ. I no. don't know what's real and not. Alright, well, um, we're going to meet, what was his name? Dane. Dane, Dane Baker at the stables. And then we're going to okay. track and torture a goblin. Okay. <laughs> Also, I've laid all of this out. 
it doesn't really matter what order you do it in, but doing other things will make me angry. <laughs> so screw the stable, we're going to find the goblin. Yeah, that sounds like the best idea. The first step is we set the stable on fire. <laughs> no, the first step is we go find Rick and beat him up, and then go set the stable on fire. Don't ask questions. Just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. No, just no questions, hands on sight. Just tap him on the shoulder and deck him as he turns around. We don't I hope I kill this. I hope I kill this. Just for the viewers at home, she's holding up Grace's hamster. <laughs> Did you say the viewers at home? Do you mean listeners? Whatever. You know, same thing. They're viewing with their ears. That's fine. (laughs) They're viewing with their ears. You know, viewing Viewing is really, really not just an emotional experience. That is how eyes work. It's it's about your soul more than your (laughs) senses. Okay, well, uh, enlighten me to the ambiance of the stable, please. The vibe of the stables is as follows. A fucking stable, get over yourself. Are, is there a bunch of hay on the ground? How many horses are there? What do the stalls look like? Uh, how many how people many are working attendants? there? Do we need to identify who the fuck this Dennis guy is? <laughs> Dane. <laughs> Dennis. <Doug. laughs> Donald Dane. 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 Douglas. Oh my god. Diff. Okay, there's a... There's a... hmm, You go into the stable and you see a big, burly man cleaning the stables. Just one? Just one. Alright. No, he's he's all alone. He's cleaning out a stall. There's no other horses in the stables. It's just the stable. And he's shoveling horse shit. Alright, so I wanna I wanna get everyone into a huddle and be and just be like, Alright, he's alone. We can jump him now. <laughs> just <laughs> kick his ass a little bit, and then he'll be able to tell us everything we need. Or we could Who's try in? the nonviolent approach first. I'm with Enid on this one. Uh I, I guess if I'm outvoted here, but I think that's I think the way to go. We're guy. not royal. We could actually get arrested. Oh, I could get arrested too, but like we got to figure this shit out. Go yeah, check sure. Out goblin. This is the fastest way to do it. We should just start with some questions. Yeah. All right. If you say so. So, so break, huddle, break huddle and him. break huddle and approach. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> we need we, to we just do a complicated secret handshake that we made up like five minutes ago when nobody was watching. We need a team and... name. <laughs> no. Uh. We'll think Bronze of one. We'll, th- we'll think. Well, yeah. We'll think. We'll think of one. Uh. Silver bronze fist. B. Er. B I R. Grace, you better watch out. Star's got murder in her eyes. I have two witnesses here. It's okay. Okay, for the love of God, do you walk up to this man and greet him? Yes. Yes. 
I don't greet him. I stand behind them and try to look intimidating. Roll intimidation. Sick. I'm probably not good at that. Hopefully not. I got a 10. Okay. Okay. Describe what you do to look intimidating. I don't know. I don't do anything too serious. I just kind of make try to try to make myself look bigger and just kind of cross my arms and look gruff. Uh, my new headcanon for this character is that he's like five feet tall. I okay. I think he's I think he's a little taller than that, but definitely scrawny. Okay. Yeah. So it barely works. Are you going to say anything to him? No. I'll greet him, Mister Baker. What do you want? We were hoping to find some information about some goblins that entered the castle. Do you know anything about that? Know anything about that? That's your fault! They attacked my father's farm stand. You worked for the queen. She refused to help my father. And now look at what's happened. I'm sorry that your farm stand was destroyed, and I would help you if I could, but I'm unable. Did you happen to see anyone? Near the goblins before they started to attack. No, I didn't even see the goblins. But I tell you, this is your fault. It's your queen that messed this up. It's her fault. There's goblins in the kingdom now. How did she mess it up? We went to her and told her that there was footprints outside of my father's stand the morning after it was attacked. Those footprints match our neighbor, Richard. They match his boots, but she said that wasn't enough evidence, so she did nothing about it, and then goblins show up, so it's her fault. I'd like to ask a question, please. Um, what is, what is Richard have anything to do with the goblins? I don't know, maybe he brought them because he didn't do a good enough job trashing my father's farm stand to begin with, so he hired goblins to do it, to do it for him. I don't know, that's not my job to figure out. Point is... It's the goblins' fault. And because the goblins are here because of the queen, because she wouldn't listen to us, it's the queen's fault. All right, I want to I wanna just kind of, like, hold up my hand and say pause, and then I want to gather them back, gather everyone back into a huddle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think so, this guy has, like, a negative four intelligence. I, I got a question. Who now is in favor of beating him up? A little closer, but no. No? Okay, well... You guys can continue questioning him if you want. I'm, uh, I think I've, I've, I've uh, had enough of this guy. Hey, hey. Are you talking to me, punk? Talking to all three of you idiots. Yes. We need to figure out who did this. That's what we're trying to do right now. We'll do better and do it faster. You should, if you want to figure out who did it, you need to go talk to Richard. All right, Mm -hmm. we'll do that then. Good. All right. Now get out of my sight, bastards. Oh, one, one, one more question. One more question. One more. Just one what? More. Who is Richard? Where is Richard? Why is Richard? And how is Richard? I don't know what most of those words mean. Noted. And I just spin around and leave. Richard lives right next to that tavern in town. I, uh, I am past the point of caring about this guy and am ignoring him completely as I walk away. Okay. Yeah, same, honestly. Fuck that guy. Before I turn around, I say, I hope you fall in shit, and then leave. Okay. So I assume you guys now go to Richard's house. No, fuck yeah. that guy. I'm going, I'm going to sure. his dad's house. I want to question his dad. Yeah, actually, yeah. 
His dad's at the farm stand. It's like a typical food cart kind of farmer's market vibe. Um, with what would have been two tall stacks of produce on either end of a table. And there's crates underneath it, and there's crates behind it. But the table is kind of flipped on its side, and the crates are everywhere. There's peaches and plums and whatever he's selling everywhere on the ground. Um, There's scuff marks in the ground, and the crates are broken. And this man is a tiny little guy, about the size of Fistward, uh, and he is trying to figure out what he can salvage from his messed up farm stand you know that like famous gif of captain america like grabbing a chair and like swinging around and sitting on it yeah yeah i'm doing that but like with, with one of his crates one of his broken crates well uh, hopefully a mostly intact one because i want to sit on it i want to make you do a roll but i don't know which role will affect I what i want to happen i'm not trying to do anything spectacular here I just no i know to... that's not what i'm talking about Okay. I know what I want to happen to you. Just roll, oh, a no. <laughs> Just roll a straight d20, okay? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> this is... Mm, I feel like this is payback this, for me bullying Star all these times. <laughs> Alright, well, I rolled a 19, so at me. Okay, you sit on it and you feel little bits of splinters going into your asshole. With a 19? Yeah, you don't want to know Damn. what happened if you got lower than a 10. Jesus Christ, what do you have it in for my character? No reason to put splinters in his butthole. Jesus Christ, what kind of vengeful god are you? A vengeful one, exactly. Yeah, well, stop it. Make me, bitch. Fight me. Hello, this is your lovely benevolent DM here. I just wanted to let you know that I'm editing this episode, and at this point, we didn't realize that our recording software had stopped recording. We did figure it out and start it up again uh, almost immediately, but for some reason it had deleted the last chunk that had just been recorded. So there's a missing chunk where they started interviewing Rick Baker. So just to fill you in a little bit, uh, he was very calm and subdued, and he told them that he didn't want anything to do with this, he had lost a lot of business, and he was devastated by his farm stand being taken down, and they rolled perception and saw that he was hiding something, but couldn't tell what it was, or if it had any bearing to the case. If memory serves, that's all that's missing, so with that, I'll let you get back to the episode. Um, I, this guy, we, we, we can all clearly see that this guy has more information, so... Mm-hmm. Let's pump him for information under the threat of his son. We don't really need to act on it, but I'd like to. Um, You're so, threatening him, but you good. haven't even asked him a question to answer. Uh, no, I said, I said. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to go get Dane, unless you've got any information that could point us in a different direction. I suppose there's the chance that my son believes that the footprints that we found leaving the farm stand were from our close friend, Richard. But you don't believe this. I can't believe that Richard would do such a thing to me. 
And why is that? He is a close friend of mine. We've been friends for most of our lives. I would trust him with my life. What does Richard do for a job? He's a blacksmith. So we'd be making more money than you, so that's out. You can go and talk to him. I'm sure he'll have a reasonable explanation for his footprints being here. What's your wife? My wife died five years ago. Don't forget that you guys can roll perception to look for fucking clues. I'd like to do that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. How do I do that? <laughs> Just roll perception. Just a d20. I'm not I'm just staring this guy down. So D20 plus my perception? Yeah. Ooh, that is an 8. You don't see shit. I got 16. Okay. You can see there's a set of footprints that walks up to the farm stand because nobody's been out of the house, so it hasn't really been that disturbed. Rick just got there. Whatever. Uh, You can see a set of footprints that are walking up to the farm stand, walking around the back of the farm stand, kind of shuffling about, and then running off towards the south. Okay. Word. So. Which side? Uh, wait, let me, I need to see the map of the castle for a second. <laughs> um, I want, I want to ask this, uh, fellow, whoever his name is, Rick. Ask Rick where the fuck this guy is, and how I can find him, where his house is. Where's his house, actually? I want to know where his house is. Rich Steinbergs lives directly to the east from here. Two farms stands down. It's the house directly behind the last one. Oh, the R? On the map, it's marked with an R, yeah. Oh, no, no, what about the, the, what was his name that trashed the stand? Or Dane thinks trashed the stand? Richard, yeah, Richard, Richard Steinberg. Oh. That's who he is. Well, um, I, okay, so I want to huddle with everyone and make a game plan for, for, uh, going to Richard's house, because I think that's our next destination. All right, so I want to, I want to go there and then huddle outside. Okay. Uh, but once everyone's done here, I, that's just my plan for going forward. I think I'm done. I'm done. All right. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. You also see on the crates, one of the crates, there is a torn piece of fabric off of one of the end, ends of it. Snag it, let's go. I'm, I'm gonna investigate the fabric. I'm gonna go up to it and see what material it is. Do I have to roll for that? Well, okay, I got five. So. It's fabric. Alright, um, All right. my vote, snag it, let's go, it's evidence. Put it in a nice sealed container. Okay. Nice burlap sack. Yep. A zip locket. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> um, no, I'll just put it, like, in a pocket. Stow it in your armor. The only evidence that goes into sealed plastic containers, or any sealed container at all, is um, burn, like, charred evidence from a burn se- scene. Okay, forensic nerd. Yeah, nerd. Not even bloody knives. TV. Nope. Blood has to... You take samples of the blood on a Q-tip, and the Q-tip has to be exposed to air for the blood to dry, because they can only test dry blood. So it does not go into an airtight container. And the knife itself gets put into a 
a plastic bag that's not sealed. Or a paper bag is more what you're supposed to put it in. Rough. To see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Richard. Yep. Uh, I hope he's a wizard. I would make him our guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that a spoiler? As we as we approach Richard's house, I wanna I wanna get in a huddle again, and I think I think we should we should approach this like a police raid. I want broadband to kick down the door and just shout. Uh, oh, what's the what's the kingdom's name? Uh, Warwick. Yeah. WPD, get on the ground. As as uh, he's running in, and we can run in as backup. And I want to take all of them into custody, and then I want to just take his boots off and try to match them with the the footprints at the scene of the crime. <laughs> it sounds like a solid game plan, and I'm surprised. <laughs> That was in character. Yeah, honestly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that was also in character. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm going to, we go up. I'm busting down the door. I say, by order of the queen, get on the floor. And we just go in. Okay. <laughs> you walk into a tiny one room cottage. And how many uh, people are there? I'm getting there. Okay, well. There is one person that looks totally terrified, and they lay down on the ground, face down. You can tell that they were in the middle of making tea, and they dropped their mug, and it shattered on the floor. So congratulations for being a dick. Um, aren't most peasant houses uh, floors made out of dirt? It can still break on the dirt. I suppose, but... Also, I hope they're lying in the shards and um, it's hurting them quite a bit. What do you do now? So, I'm gonna go over to him. I'm assuming him by his hair and, and lift his face up. And be, What's your name? I will gently sit him up from here. <laughs> nah, if you're gonna go intimidation, you gotta go full intimidation. Let's go. Let's get real with the police tactics here. I want to. I want to waterboard this guy. To give me a clear answer. Bronze Van, you're setting him up, right? Do you want to roll intimidation? Sure. Roll with advantage because you just busted down his fucking door. I'm gonna already. Wait, what's with advantage? You roll twice and take the higher of the two numbers. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop. I'll be I'll be the bad guy. I got seventeen intimidation. I'm gonna roll perception and or investigation to see if I see anything in the one room. That is an eleven. All right, I you see that it's a house. It's pretty shabby, but for a shabby house, it's kind of nice. Like it's well organized, mm -hmm. and there's a nice table with a little vase on it that has flowers in it, like freshly cut flowers. So since you rolled a seventeen intimidation, this guy sits up. And he's crying when he looks at you. But Bronzeban, you recognize this man as the man that you saved from the goblins last night. Okay. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the second episode of The Big D20. If you really enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and share it with your friends. Maybe you have some friends that like weird fantasy D&D episodes. Hit them up, okay? <laughs> Get us out there. Thanks so much. Uh, here's some bloopers.
Hope you enjoy. It's about the ambiance you get. It's about the vibes, bro. I didn't realize until this moment that ambiance is a pretentious way to say vibes. Yep. I was just gonna at you again, but I won't. Thanks. No, do it at star. Merciless. <laughs> Don't let up. Remember, she's the enemy. <laughs> the feeling is mutual, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> How into necrophilia is your friend? <laughs> that would involve magic. He would never partake in magic. Who says oh, magic? Man. Yeah, who said well, anything about magic? We Five are minutes. looking for goblins. Get some bones. Get some bone action. Rattle, Get rattle a the cage a little bit. Get a boner. I'm a girl. I'm going to throw up. I hate you. <laughs> Since, you know, I saw him speak Goblin a minute ago, and he's new in town. Okay. Like John Mulaney, new in town. <laughs> I kept the John Mulaney bit in the last episode, and I was like, I hope we don't get canceled for this, because it seems really mean. <laughs> but it was, like, so fucking funny. So, anyway. <laughs> I love um, John Wayne. There was a villager that came in last week. Nope, sorry. There was a villager that came in two nights ago. No, sorry, my brain is shutting the fuck up. Have I satisfied you yet? Um, yes. That was a bad I, wording. <laughs> I guess? 